Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. It's your boy, Unqualified Arrow. Unqualified shots, y'all know what it is, man. What's good? What's going on, man? So, look, before we actually get into the show show, Shy came up with the brilliant idea. Hey, I think she would give that credit to his secretary, but we're going to say that Shy actually came up with this idea. Since it is Women's Appreciation Month, we're going to do uh, all-time great, Back, women's basketball player draft. Just kind of like how we did the, the all-star <laughs> draft, you know, who won that. You know, uh, we're going to let y'all debate this when we don't have an all-star game to decide the victor. So we're going to let y'all decide who's going to be, who's going to have a better team. Uh, so we're going to flip the coin again to see. Yeah, man, we're going to flip the coin. I think I got a coin. And everybody, just to let y'all know, it's not going to be no long draft. We're going to do five players. We're going to both pick five players. And yeah, we're going to put my five up against his five. More than likely, my five going to win. So, we're going to flip to see who's going to Since you the visitor, you know, i let you call it. Tails never fails. Yes, it is. Yes, it pick. is, my brother. You got first pick. All right. Well, with the first pick in our inaugural all-women WNBA draft, unqualified shot selects Diana Taurasi. That's awesome, dog. I, I don't take nothing from you. I'm gonna be honest, bro. That's a, that's a, that's an awesome pick. Um, but I gotta do I gotta do what's best for unqualified sports. See, Shad is a is a selfish individual. So with the first with the first pick of for uh, unqualified arrow in this all time great Chicago. women's basketball, you know I'm going with Shakala Hill, Miss uh, oh, yeah. QB herself. Shakala QB Hill, as she agreed to I, I uh, rock with go that. with. So, I rock with that. Yeah, so that's my first pick in that draft. That. Shout out to Shakala. I rock with that. My With my next pick, I'm going to go ahead, you know, and keep it you kind. I'm going to go with Maya Moore. That's my second pick. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you didn't have any ideas. No, that's fine. Look, okay. that's perfect. That's perfect, okay. man. Shout out to Maya Moore. I Look, love you. For- <laughs> Nah, bro, don't laugh. Cause that seems shady. You make it seem no. shady when you start laughing, dog. I you do. pointed out the fact that you love her. I do love her. That's I love fine. her game. Oh, that's hey. That's, what I'm saying, hey, I don't got no problem with that, you know bro. What I'm saying? I, I love women. I love this women's appreciation month, and I was just showing all my respect. I love my secretary. Love. I know you do. It's funny you said that after Maya Moore, but that's not the point. The point is, the point is for my second pick. Awfully shady. <laughs> for my second pick in this draft, I gotta go with the great. Candice Parker is my mm, second pick in the draft. That was tough. I wanted to, I wanted to pick Candice. I ain't gonna lie. But with my third pick, you know, I'm gonna go with the OG man. OG, three-time former WNBA MVP, Cheryl Swoops, man. Okay. Let's go. Let's go, Cheryl. Okay. That's that's a, that's. Let's go, good Cheryl. Pick. I mean, every pick gonna be a good pick. Facts. I mean, we can't pick a bad pick, especially if we just all picking five. So everybody gonna be great right. on this list. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I might as well go with another great basketball woman's basketball player, and I'm gonna have to go with Elena Deladon as my third pick. I rock with her. I rock with her. Elena Deladon. Game, good side, former MVP. I rock with her. Um, Man, that's what I picked. MVP. You no, know, all, all my people been MVP. Oh yeah, yeah. my boy was MVP. Yeah, yeah, she was. I just checking. That's how much you loved her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> With my next pick, I'm gonna go a little current, but I'm gonna stay on the UConn wave. <laughs> oh yeah, basically I'm picking all UConn team, <laughs> just in case y'all haven't caught on by now, except Cheryl. But um, I'm gonna go Brianna Stewart. You okay. did. It took my next pick. Oh, that was your next it's pick. Hey, oh, I can't I'm pick sorry. Wrong, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, brother, I'm sorry. Let me check I got my one list. more pick left. I got one more pick left. I see this is a special one. Go ahead. Okay, well, my next pick in this, uh, what you call it, you know, I won't get some. We got, I got size because, I mean, Della Dunn, about 6'1", 6'2". She's probably 6'3". Mm-hmm. Candace Parker, she clearly was 6'2", 6'3". Awesome basketball player. The smaller person I got is QD herself, Shakala Hill. So, for my next pick, so I'm going to go ahead and just dominate the paint with this one. The first woman to ever dunk in a WNBA game, I got to go with Miss Lisa Leslie herself. That was going to be my pick. <laughs> Damn, man. You stole yeah, my it's so, so sad that you would leave Lisa Leslie for last. You stole my pick. <laughs> I'm tight, too. <laughs> hey, man, that hurt. But you know what? Now, with my new fifth pick to round <laughs> oh, out my draft, I'm going to go... 
Oh. To Arrowhome of Backwoods, oh. Louisiana. <laughs> to select. Dog, oh, Steven, my best for last, dog. It's better dog. To select. To select. I ain't gonna pick some on the guess, dog. I'm gonna pick Sylvia Files. That's my big one, man. Ah. Down low in the paint. You could take some more. <sighs> well, you know what, bro? Baton Rouge on. Like I told him, they used to fill up Capitol High Gym to see. This person that I'm picking next, Baton Rouge on, you know, me. And I got to get my little rep on real quick. Southside bottom, you know how that go. Falls up, falls down, all that good stuff. I saved the best for last. So, Chicago was the worst? No. Because you picked up first. No. So, what you just said, Clay. According to your rules, Maya Moore should have been first because you loved her and you ain't love nobody. I love Diane Taurasi. I said that. So, the video show. I said that. Either way, this man trying to he trying to disregard that my team actually probably better than his. So, not at all. With the last pick in the draft, Baton Rouge on. The female Baton Rouge, Michael Jordan, Simone Augustus herself. Come on home, baby. I got you on my team. All five against we his five. Oh, y'all out, boy. Like, we Tell might win by 50. Nah. We might win nah. by 50. No. Yeah, nah. We really might it won't, it won't happen. Just know, y'all, we're really going to put up these lists. 50. Y'all vote on it. Y'all let us know who y'all think got no the best key. roster. We might win by 50. Nah, we might win it's, by a few. It's not even a possibility. Not with QD on the team. Not with Candace Parker on not this enough. team. She not enough. Not okay. enough. Okay, right. Not enough. She she got an engine. And who won MVP this year? You know? Who MVP this year? Yeah, it's Brianna Stewart. You know who won the year before that? Sylvia Fowler. I know, and I knew you know Sylvia Fowler. I know you knew that. Yeah, I know, I know. She played for me. And her and Brianna Stewart. Yeah, that's cool. All right, all right. I just well, Candace, sure you know. Candace Parker sure won you know. Rookie of the Year and a championship and MVP her first season. That was a long time ago, man. That's fine. We ain't that's Sarah Swoops ago. ain't playing no more, but you picked her. Yeah. So what you're saying? And she, either way, she won MVP three times. It, you know? it, either shout way, out to you, Cheryl Swoops. Ooh, shout out to Candace Legend. Parker. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Shout, shout out to my whole squad. We gonna do this. Look, just yeah. know my team better than his team. Fitty. Okay. Either way, appreciate y'all. Thank y'all to the women. We wouldn't be nothing again without y'all. So thank y'all so much. And now we about to get into this show. You did. So we back, right? Yes, sir. LeBron James. LeBron Now James. the fourth all-time leading scorer in NBA history. Last night passing up Michael Jordan. The great Michael Jordan. The greatest player of all time, Michael Jordan. Let's just be clear about that so it won't even be a debate on our show. Oh, if he's better than uh, if he's better than Michael Jordan, LeBron better than Michael Jordan. But he did have a great accomplishment last night. Um, I mean, it's really too not too much to say about it, other than the fact that he's a kid from Akron. As he oh, makes God. sure he, he everybody knows he's a kid from Akron. Oh, he came God. from the projects and all. You know, he he got that story, and that's all. It's awesome, man. Especially when you. As a little boy, because, I mean, look, me and Shy, we sitting here doing podcasts. We ain't scored not one point in the NBA. Not, not even a <laughs> fraction of it. We didn't score, but we all looked up to Michael Jordan as well. So Yeah. So, for him to actually uh, be up there with him in points, um, soon to be passing up Kobe, who's to say if he's going to ever reach Carl or uh, Kareem. But at this point, he just create, you know, he just had a great accomplishment. And we want to kind of give our shout-outs to that for that, you know. And, you know, we Lakers fans, so we got to make sure we, we show love to the to the Laker brethren. What you got, Shot? Man, <laughs> shout-out to LeBron, though. You know, I'm I'm one of them people that, that, that separate what's going on in the season from, from a accomplishment, I believe. You know, this is a terrible year for the Lakers as a whole and, you know, one of the, LeBron's worst career as far as winning goes. Once we're in one of the worst seasons of his career, but the accomplishment in itself for what he did throughout his career is bar none. It's an amazing thing. Anytime you crack the top five or the top four in scoring, it's just remarkable. We only seen a player score like this, what, maybe five times ever. And this is the second time of our era because Carmelo was slightly ahead of us. Kareem was way ahead of us. Mike was slightly ahead of us. You know, we saw Kobe do it, and now we're seeing LeBron do it. And the shape that he's in right now, it seems like he can keep this going for a couple more years. 
And if he do, this won't be the last time we'll be congratulating him. Like Errol alluded to earlier, he'll be passing Kobe up next year if he's healthy. And Carl Malone in a couple seasons. And if he continues at this pace in about four more years, he'll be passing up the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And that's a remarkable feat. And even though the team is struggling and he's getting criticized a lot for what's going on this year, I don't think that should negate or take away from the accomplishment that he did last night, which is truly remarkable. He passed up the GOAT. Doesn't mean he's better than the GOAT, but passing up the GOAT in, in such an astronomical feat is an amazing accomplishment. LeBron, by the end of his career, is going to be a player that's top five in career points and top ten in career assists, and that's something that hasn't been done before ever. Right, which, uh, as uh, Max Kellerman will put it, is that uh, LeBron James is Michael Jordan's and uh, – uh, Magic Irvin, <laughs> uh, Magic Irvin, Magic. What I'm saying, Irvin, Magic Johnson. Uh, that's that's their love child. That's that's LeBron James. You know, that's that's what they came up with. Uh, because he can score, he's clearly not as great of a scorer as Michael Jordan as far as points per game. Michael Jordan still has that record, which needs to be spoken just so it's an understanding. But uh, just to be able to have that that type of feat as far as, like, you know, as Shy said, as far as scoring and an assist. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually you – no, know, I, I don't know if he's going to catch the, the rebound thing, but, nah, I mean, he's, he's, he, he he definitely is up maybe, what, top 25 in rebound yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's a all-around just great, great player. And we're going to get into where he stands in the NBA today and, and about these Lakers uh, a little bit later. But <laughs> we're going to talk about more so about the more – the better teams in the in the in the NBA. <laughs> we're gonna talk about the Eastern Conference and how that's playing out, and we're gonna also talk about the Western Conference. Now we know that Golden State is the clear favorites in the West, but you know we're gonna Correct. discuss if there's Correct. anybody in the that could compete with them in the West. Clear favorite in the NBA. Keep going. That's that's true. Clear favorite in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, they yeah. seem a little sus. Uh, Why are we speaking on Golden State? Talk to us now. Uh, I'm a Golden State fan, by the way. <laughs> oh, I jump ship. okay. Yeah, I did not I realize that. That changed very fast. I jump ship. This man here, boy, you the type of person that cheat on your barber. Talk to me. <laughs> Somebody different come out here today. See, see, see. Talk see. to me nice, man. See. You, that's the type of person you had. Golden State, we in here, baby. Hey. Shout out KB. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, I watched them play the Celtics the other night. Now, mm-hmm. I picked this. Now, you know, as I, as you know, I picked the Celtics to go to the final. I'm not going to speak on the Celtics first. I'm going to speak on the Warriors first. Of course. As uh, far as the Warriors go, Boogie, mad respect for him, great player. They're going to have to figure out how to utilize him on, or hide him more so on the defensive end because he's a liability. Now, I know they was missing Klay Thompson, so that was a that's a whole other thing. Yes. But – when you look at the team, you still should – it's really no excuse. You could say whoever missing from the team is – with the rest of the talent that's on the team, you're not – they're not supposed to have an excuse on why they lose games. I mean, they're really not. But this is a regular season game. As many yes. people say, they are bored. Yes. And, I mean, it does, most of these games they don't even get up for, even though Clay, uh not Clay, uh KD is averaging 27. Steph is averaging, what, 26, 27 as well. Yeah. Like I said, they pass out 20 points. You know, like they pass out 20 point nights like uh, Oprah, Oprah. passed out calls. You know what I'm saying? You want a 20 point night. You want a 20 point. So, uh, they pretty good. But as far as competition in the West, yeah. the Rockets have made a push. They took them to seven games last year. To me, the question would be, well, can Chris Paul stay healthy to maybe challenge them again? You also have the Thunder who are playing very well defensively. Um, Paul George is, you know, trying to shake back from a shoulder injury. But um, the West is seeming to be pretty tough. I don't know about the Trailblazers. They actually all tied – all three of those teams are tied up at the, in the third spot. And then you do have the Denver um, the Denver Nuggets as well. So, what do you think about the West? Do you think it's anybody that could at least make it a competitive series with these guys, the Warriors? No. I mean, I, I think Golden State did a good job this year of just keeping things interesting. If they would have just wiped the floor with everybody, it, would, it wouldn't be nothing to talk about. We wouldn't sit, be sitting here having this debate. The the media wouldn't have anything to cover. It'd just be a boring season. But due to the Draymond Green, Kevin Durant situation early on in the season, about that. people right. waiting for Boogie to come back, and then Boogie comes back, and 
now I'm hearing Boogie can't guard the pick and roll. People's picking on Boogie in the pick and roll. He can't guard it. So Golden State gonna have to hide. He may become a role player in the playoffs. I'm hearing all kinds of narratives. I see. I ain't even heard that part. Yeah, I heard. That's crazy. Yeah, because when they played, um, yeah, they played. uh, I think it was Philly. I think they played recently, and Brett Brown was saying that he wished he could have went at him all night. You know, they went at him a lot, and they wish they could have went at him some more in the pick and roll because he must be having a difficult time defending that. I don't think his lateral quickness is back to where it was at one point in right. time due to that injury. So, you know, they're just making it interesting right now, man. I'm guaranteed once the playoffs start, this is going to be a whole other team. Y'all see a whole different animal, a whole different monster. These dudes understand where they are. This is new for Boogie, but these other guys, this is probably, let's be honest here, the last go-round for this team, nine times out of ten. They're going to get broke up somewhere or another more than likely. Yeah, that's so true. They they are gonna do what they have to do to lock down and get this last one, and this is gonna cement even more of a legacy than these guys already have. You know, it's one thing to go to win two championships or to win three championships, but to go back to back to back, yeah, that puts beats. you in that puts you in rare, very, yeah, yeah, very rare, rare territory. Yeah. You know, like LeBron doesn't even have that. You know, as many times as he's went to the final straight. He went what eight times, and he don't. He can't say he's won back to back to back. He got him two. He went the four straight in Miami, but he got two. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. Those guys will all be able to say that they did that together. Regardless of who wins Finals MVP, I know Durant got two. Everybody wants Steph to get one yeah, just because he they feel got like robbed he a couple one. times. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> got robbed with that Iggy one. But oh yeah, neither here nor there. Boogie will be able to say. You know, I'm an NBA champion for the first time in his career, and he'll be able to go into the offseason and get him some money because I don't think there's no way he'll be back in Golden so, State. So nobody, can, so nobody got a chance to even beat – no kind of way beat these dudes. Error, I told you this last year. Okay. Look, somebody has to have – somebody got to have hope. If it's a catastrophic injury, I told you. <laughs> Unless a catastrophic injury is, so, is going to occur. So you mean to tell me? I'm, I'm, look, I, I'm, I'm just. We, you just said that they're doing a good job of making it interesting. Why can't you be a fan of them and make it interesting as well in these because, conversations? Because Golden State is my team. Bro. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. Shout out to KD, baby. <laughs> I rock with stuff, man. Look, I'm, I'm, seriously, I like the witness history, and I feel like this will be. A thing I'd be able to tell my Let kid tell if I have a kid lying. one day. If I have a kid one day, I'd be able to tell my kid, you know, yeah, I remember that three-peat. I remember that 73-win Golden State team that lost to LeBron in the final. But I could say I remember that three-peat. Like, I remember the Lakers three-peat, which is the last three-peat we saw. Like, I remember those things. Jordan three-peating twice. Like, that, I've seen that. Hold up, you know what I'm Who you picked in the Super Bowl? In what Super Bowl? This past Super Bowl. Who did I pick? I picked the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. You remember beginning of the season? Know, when everybody picked the to win the Super Bowl. I picked the Rams. Okay, so my question to you is, what's this all this? I like history. I like witnessing I history. I hate New England. I know you hate this man. I know you hate New England. That's my I, point. I hate New England. That's because they cheat, though. I don't like history when they cheat. So hold up. Like, man, they hold up. They hold owner up. was out there hold getting hand jobs. Hey, the owner was getting hand jobs in the FC Championship. Hey, bro, hold up. I, 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 let me pause for one second. Let me pause for one second. I just want to say this because we didn't speak on this because we didn't have these facts. Those women, if they are being trafficked, that is a horrible thing. And we wasn't trying to make light of their situation at all. I just want to put that out there because I thought about that after the fact when I found out that that had something to do with human trafficking and yeah, all that. I didn't realize that when I spoke on it in a comical way. Uh, but for the joke's sake, forty dollars, forty extra dollars for a massage at that. But Robert Kraft, you wild. But either way, rather nasty. <laughs> either way, bro. Either way, I just had to call you on your. The chief, bro. I oh, hate me. So hold up, this. I'm about to age myself a little bit. Oh oh. I'm about to age myself a little bit. On Madden, <laughs> what 2001? I want to say the one with. Ray Lewis on the cover. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. Okay, they had a team on there called the Echo Team. You remember <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, I remember 
Echo Team, everybody was 99. You didn't know who they was, but they, everybody rating was 99. You didn't know not one single player on the team. My question to you, is it fair, is if you pick the Baltimore Ravens and I pick the Echo Team, am I cheating? Okay, the Golden State Warriors cheaters too. That's just my point. Because they, 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 they all 99. They're not all 99, but that's the thing. They all, they all 99. 99. They got 98s and 97s. A couple of 95. I mean, but they all 99. You don't even, you don't even like Draymond Green. You think Draymond Green trash? I don't think Draymond Green trash. I don't think he's a good offensive player. He's not a good offensive player. No, he's not. But you don't count defense. We know you we don't you don't rate defense. So you I just do. think the man tries. I do think I do I do rate defense. I, I'm, look, anyway, we're getting off yeah, topic. Yeah, we're we off on off, the we getting off topic. Anyway, but I personally think the Rock is gonna make it interesting. I don't think the Rock is gonna beat him. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm, I'm just being honest. So he's saying I, the same thing I'm saying. Go ahead. Yeah, but I have to at least make it interesting. So, <laughs> the Rockets, if the if Chris, the reason I don't think the Rockets can beat them is not because I don't think the Rockets could actually beat them in a seven game series. I don't know if Chris Paul gonna make it through a seven game series. He he never make it through a, a whatever that whatever that the ladder of series is. He never make it to the end of it. Um, yeah, like he he. It, can he make it to the NBA Finals and make it through the whole series? No. That'll be the next question. If they beat the Warriors, will he make it through the Finals? So well, he ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> well, he probably don't. But they got a, they have an opportunity. They kind of upgraded their team a little bit. They they picked up some some more energy players and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they better defensively now uh, than they was, you know. Previous to those, a lot of those injuries that they've been, you know, suffering throughout the season. James Harden, carrying him, he averaging 37, 38 points almost a game. I mean, if he can, if he can maintain that in the playoffs, I man. think they just rely on him too much, though. That's really why I think they can't beat Golden State. Everything goes through Harden. Yeah, but with, way, if you got Chris Paul on that court, bro, it's gonna be. I just think it's gonna be an interesting. It was very interesting last year. Yeah. Like we did not expect that last year. Yeah, I think Iggy getting hurt has a lot to do with that. Though. Well, I've I've been hearing people give that credit, but like I said, when you got four All Stars on your team, you can't tell me about the dude that's coming off the bench that really affected how the series played out. But he a part of that death lineup, man. Them four All Stars with Iggy is is he a Finals MVP, man? Man, you just took away the credit man, from the man and give it right back to him. Speaking history, I'm okay. speaking facts. That's true. You speaking speak facts, facts, all right? Yeah, Finals MVP. We can't just but, discredit a Finals MVP. Oh, he didn't matter. What? Nah, he, he didn't. He just won Finals MVP. Well, technically, he ain't matter in that series because they won it anyway. But Chris Paul was a bigger impact to the team than Iggy was to their team. Can't really say that. Well, you can because Chris Paul didn't play in the can't last really game. Say that. <laughs> but Iggy, when Iggy was healthy, they was up, what, 2 0? Yeah, but then they came, they came back. That was when Iggy was hurt. That's but what I'm that's, saying. That's just Iggy, dog. Iggy. You can't say, see, dog, there you go, going back Iggy, to the end. He a finals MVP, son. Dog, I'm, not about dog, to, I'm not about to describe dog, nobody dog, that's a finals Iggy. MVP, son. You know what, dog? I'm not I'm going to leave that there. Yeah, I'm going to leave that there because right I'm going to go. I'm going to move I'm gonna move forward to the Eastern Conference, right? That's all I be doing. And I don't have to respect them. So, look. Oh, the Raiders got three first-round people? I ain't know that. Oh, one from Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they should. They should have five. Go ahead. But, yeah, either way. So, in this Eastern Conference, is actually showing to be a very tough conference this year. You got the 76ers. We didn't discuss, you know, somewhat on how everybody upgraded. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of discussed on the last episode how, you know, I wasn't feeling too good about the Celtics, but I didn't change my pick because I'm, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with my pick because I feel like they're gonna figure it out, and I'm feeling good about them. They beat the Warriors the, uh, the, uh, the other night. Gordon Hayward starting to kind of finally finally find some form. They had this supposedly they had this this team talk on uh, on a flight to go play the Warriors, which could have been a tweak in their season that could have kind of hit the switch where they they seem like they're trending in the right direction. I still personally think they can beat the Warriors in the finals this year. I do think they're going to be the number one, not the number one seed, but they're going to be the representation of the Eastern Conference in the finals this year. Kyrie will win finals MVP unless they pull a great white hype type situation and give it to Gordon Hayward. And if he just, I doubt if y'all play Kyrie in the finals, but we're going to see. And that's, that's just, I, I still believe in my picks, man. But I think it's going to be tough. I do think it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Man. It's going to be tough for them to get out the East. Boston not get, <laughs> it's not going to be tough for them to beat Golden State. 
It's gonna be. Of course, it's gonna be tough for them to beat Golden State, dog. <laughs> All right, but they gonna beat them. Boston will not get out the East. I'm okay. telling y'all this. Who getting out the East? The Eastern Conference Finals is gonna be Toronto versus Philly. What? Oh, yeah. wow. Hold up. Toronto versus so, Philly. Not the Bucks. The Bucks too inexperienced. I know they're playing well. They're playing great ball. They got the best overall player out of all these teams we're talking about. But they I, I just want to say a fact. Go ahead. Philly, Philly, before the Jimmy Butler Tobias thing last year, mm-hmm. Philly fully loaded, couldn't beat a broke-down Celtics team last year. They haven't beat the Celtics this year at all. Okay. I don't know if Philly going to get – I don't – they coaching kind of suspect, dog. I don't know if they going to be able to get to the fine, to the conference finals. I think they got a good enough team. I don't I don't know if they going to be able to be coached up into being – I don't know. They won't have to beat Boston. They won't have to beat Boston. But they might have to play them in the first round if it stay the same. It, it, won't, it won't stay the same. Not between that. They got too much time, though. They'll be the top four seeds, and they won't play each other in the first round. Those teams will figure it out. I guarantee it'll be Toronto, Boston, in no particular order. But the top four seeds will be Toronto, Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly. So you don't, you think you think the Pacers gonna give up their spot? Yes, man. Well, they have no they, they they balling still ain't though. No way, bro. Ain't no way. And that that type of play, yeah, they they rallied around the injury of Oladipo, but trust me, bro, it won't last. Well, I don't think it's gonna last in the playoffs. I, I will say that. But in the season, I think it I think it will. You know what I'm saying? Well, even if one of those teams slide to number five, I still got the Pacers coming in. Even if they do, they're at number four. They'll still play the, whoever the fifth seed is out of. Uh, Philly or um, or Boston, and I think they'll beat Indiana in the first round. So it'll still be the same thing. They won't. None of those four teams won't play each other in the first round. Right, right. But that second round is where I think things get interesting. Whoever Boston plays, they getting them out of here. I, I'm predicting a second round exit for Boston. Man, this bad. I'm predicting a second round exit for Boston. Whether they run into Toronto. Rather they run into Kyle the only Lyra. one I think their best shot is is if they play Milwaukee because Milwaukee is the most inexperienced team. But Milwaukee does, like I said, have the best player overall out of those four teams, which is Giannis. But you need more. Middleton stepped up, but it's different in the playoffs. And, That's and, true. And, and once Milwaukee gets some experience, I think this season is gonna help them a lot. As far as long term, it'll show them what they need to do to win if they can find a way to bring Middleton back next year. They'll have a good one-two punch with him and Giannis going into the, the seasons in the future. And, they, and they'll be well-seasoned. And they'll be well-conditioned for what they got to experience in the playoffs. But as far as Toronto, them boys experience. So, hold up. Who you got coming out the East? Who you got coming out the East? I'm going with Philly, man. Bruh. I'm going with <laughs> Tobias. Tobias Harris was the piece them boys needed, man. I'm telling you, that lineup of Ben Simmons, J.J. Reddick, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid, man, don't play with me, man. Okay. Two Give five. me a five better than that. Two, two, you know, they, they, te- technically, from what experts say, that's the best starting five in the NBA, period. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I think Golden State got the best starting well, five. Of course, but, State. Yeah, but, five, but, but let, let me, let me touch on Philly real quick. Yeah. Okay. One, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid. Gets dominated in the fourth quarters of games because he's not conditioned enough. He can't barely practice enough to even have enough conditioning to be great in fourth quarters of games. That's why he always. That's why Al Horford little barred him last year. That's first and foremost. Second off, second off, Ben Simmons can't shoot. But not only that, I and I said this, and and it haven't been spoken about on 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 any of the media outlets or anything like that. But I paid attention to this. Philadelphia just lost to Chicago. Joel Embiid didn't play. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen, this ain't got nothing to do with Joel Embiid. This got something to do with Bill Simmons and the co- uh, Ben Simmons and the coach with Brett Brown. Brett Brown came out to draw up a play. Ben, he had his he had his little board up. He walking onto the court to tell Ben Simmons what to do. Ben Simmons hits the board back towards him like, get that out my face, like he know what to do. Not only that. They had some type of mishap with the clock and all that stuff. Chicago had one. Seven minutes later, they got to come back out and replay the last .5 seconds. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler got the nerve to tell the coach, uh, this play better be better than the last one. And then he fumbles the ball around and makes a mistake and then still don't make the shot. I think 
They got problems there. I've been hearing a lot of speculation about they really monitoring Brett Brown almost like his job on the line. The man just got signed this extension, and he he's almost like his job on the line already. I don't know if they're going to be together enough. I like Tobias Harris. I like Jimmy Butler. I think one of them going to have to go, preferably probably Jimmy Butler. I think he will want to go. But I don't see them coming out the East. I think if anybody come out the East outside of Boston, it's going to either be the Raptors or the Bucks, And it's probably going to be the Raptors because of, like what you say, experience. But I would I would put the Bucks and the Raptors in the finals before I put Philadelphia in there and not Boston. Like, I, I just – I, I, Philadelphia, I just can't give it to them. I don't, I don't know. I think they, they team on paper look good. I think when they get to the playoffs, them not being a team for long enough is going to really show. That's what I think. I don't think Brett Brown is that awesome of a coach. I heard he's a good guy. But, I mean, I'm a good guy. You're a good guy. That don't mean we great coaches. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Well, we'll see, man. Yeah. Time, time will tell. You believe in Boston? I do. I, I Even as a Lakers fan. I think that, I think Boston gonna come out. You know what I'm saying? Gonna come out of. That's because you ain't a real Lakers fan. <laughs> that's but, what I'm saying. You're a LeBron fan. Well, that's what, uh, that's I mean, fans. yeah, that's what it's about. I mean, but you cheat on your barber, so we're yeah, we in the same boat. Let's do. Uh, but either way, you know, we are gonna move on a little bit. To, uh, <laughs> they got you know a lot of crazy stuff going on in the NFL. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the NFL. You got free agency coming up. You got trade talks and stuff like that. Uh, even the the combine, the draft, and all that good stuff coming up. So what we gonna do is we gonna devil into these trade talks and this free agency. So yeah, so we gonna get into this this NFL free agency. That's when when the date of when it starts. Um, the the negotiating period where they could talk to. Other teams could talk to the players is Monday, but the official signing day is Wednesday. Okay, okay. So basically, right around the corner, mm-hmm. uh, and you got a lot of big name free agents. You know, Nick Foles, Le'Veon Bell, um, Landon Collins, Earl Thomas, yeah. uh, Ezekiel Ansa, Ansa. Mm-hmm. I think I might have said Ansa. Dante Fowler, and yeah. Dominican Sue, Sheldon yeah. Rickson. I mean, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, I could be telling Mark you this. Mark Ingram. I know y'all interested in that. One. I mean, y'all probably interested in Teddy Bridgewater as well. Oh, yeah. um, him being a, a, a being a saint before. Um, how you think this uh, NFL free agency is going to play out? Um, you know, what you thinking about it? Well, I'm really excited about it. Of course, being an Indianapolis Colts fan. And <laughs> I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but no, go ahead. Go ahead. Saying that we have the most cap space in the NFL right now, currently at $106 million, And I believe the Jets is right up under us, maybe at 102, 103, or somewhere in that range. So, we could sign a lot of big-name players. I'm foaming from the mouth right now, if y'all can't tell. I got my eye on a lot of people. I'm ready to get it popping, man. I'm excited, dog. I'm so excited. So, who do you think y'all going to end up signing? Who do I think? Who do I want us to sign or who do I think we're going to end up signing? Cause well, we, I time. think the last time you let us know who you wanted. Oh, yeah. I did. Wanted. Last so, episode, right? So, tell us who you think they will sign. Um... I think we're going to go after a safety. I really do. I'm, I'm not sure if it's one of the big names. Like Errol alluded to earlier, we have Earl Thomas. That's a free agent. We have Landon Collins. We have uh, Ha Ha Clint Dix. We have Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew, hometown guy. Shout out to him. Um, I think we go after one of these safeties. If I had to predict one that I would want us to get, is Landon Collins. Um, he's a physical guy. plays in a box. Very young. Um, he's one of... Three players, four players to make the Pro Bowl in three of his first four years. He's a former All-Pro. The guy's just phenomenal talent. Shout out to uh, Alabama. I know y'all hate that. I know y'all hate Alabama. But shout out to Alabama. Roll Tide. Yeah, Roll Tide. Landon Collins, man. I, it's going to take a lot of money, though. And that's why he couldn't get a deal done with the Giants. I believe he wants somewhere between 12 and $13 million per year. And I think he gets that somewhere, probably a contract that looks something like four-year, $48 million or something like that. I think he gets it. I think he gets it because he's that talented and he's a, a game changer. And by us already having Malik Hooker at safety, he's kind of a center field guy, sideline to sideline, doesn't really tackle much, doesn't really play in the box. And he'll be the perfect complement to that with Landon Collins. I think they'll go, go a long way as far as what they can do together. Okay, uh, I feel that. Um, since you spoke on your team, I, I will speak on mine honestly. Yeah, I was getting ready to ask you what y'all was. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know how we gonna play the free agency thing. It, the way it seems, it seems like Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones feel like uh, they kind of are set. They didn't kind of set set up Jason Garrett to mm-hmm. have an opportunity to be uh, what you call it. Speaking of a free agent. Jason Witten just so happened to come out of retirement. Man, we didn't even write this that down. Is so wild. It, it is wild. Um, but at the same time, I think I kind of think he's gonna kind of be like the Kendrick Kendrick Perkins pickup when remember when the Cavs did that one uh, oh, yeah. LeBron last season yeah. now. I, more so, I think he's gonna be able to actually get on the field, but I think the leadership aspect. And honestly, I think he's seen an opportunity like we might have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. So this will be my opportunity to go. But I that, think. And he was terrible in the booth. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, he could be Romo. <laughs> we, we can say Romo great at one thing. Broadcast. <laughs> and that boy has a fool calling the game. But, uh, but as far as. And he actually might be a potential coach for the Cowboys. They, it's, it's been speculated. I can see that. Yeah. Um, that. But either way, I don't know necessarily what we need. If I. If, you know, it's been talk about Earl Thomas. Mm, hometown and, guy, right? Yeah. You know, I would like to have Earl Thomas. Don't get me don't get it wrong. Don't get me wrong. I would like to have Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas won't get the bag. And I ain't mad at Earl Thomas for wanting to get the bag. But Earl Thomas, he the way he play, he gonna nine out of ten, he's gonna probably get hurt again. It probably won't be as bad, but he probably gonna be on and off the field sporadically throughout a season. Mm-hmm. Um, if I did have to want to say pick up a player, I would probably go for like high high Clint Dix. I mm-hmm. think he'll awesome safety. Um, that I don't know how much he'll get. He'll be demanding to be paid, but I don't think he has the same cachet wow. as an Earl Thomas mm-hmm. um, or as a Landon oh, Collins. Yeah, Landon Collins um, so I think he'll be somebody to kind of for us to be looking on the outs for. I don't know if we want to. I know I don't think we need nothing on the offensive side too much. I mean they got a couple uh offensive players that's out there, but I think we kinda I think the they feel like they set. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. I, I know one thing, not speaking on my team, but Nick Foles did it's it's already been put out there that he's gonna be a part of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um so that's something that even though the period hasn't started I heard, yet. I heard about that, but I mean I guess Jacksonville just planning to outbid anybody. I mean, that was, that's really what's gonna have to happen. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe so. I, I think I, the way they made it seem as if it's something that's basically done, like it's gonna get done. Like, and if it happens, good for Jacksonville, because um, that's a tampering charge too. Philadelphia Eagles could file for a tampering charge. Well, they the ones did. reported it. It was somebody out of Philadelphia reported that. Oh well, the, then the Eagles really can file for a tampering charge. So be on the lookout for that possibly <laughs> moving well, forward. I mean, so I, I don't know how that's going to play out. I, mm-hmm. I think the biggest the biggest one that I want to know about, especially because he was on my fantasy team last year and he scored zero points, is Le'Veon Bell. Um, it's on my fantasy team. <laughs> so I don't know where he's going to end up, but that's the one that I'm most looking forward to. But I'm looking at all these defensive names. This is a, this seems like a defensive free agency for the most part. I mean, yeah. Anthony Barr, Ezekiel Ansah, like we said, all these safeties, Trey Flowers. Um, you got a lot of defensive players. I mean, he said he was telling me just you know for the show Dante Fowler and Indomitian Sue. Like, same defensive line on the Super Bowl team. Yeah, man. on the Super Bowl and, team. And look, Dante Fowler, man, listen up, man. We got room for you in Envy, man. If you're interested in coming be a part of a winner, man. If you don't want your coaches dancing all in the huddle, <laughs> come on down to Indianapolis, man. I'm telling you, Dante Fowler, baby. Look. We can use you. We can use you over there, Envy, baby. Come well, down. I think y'all gonna be interesting because because of how much cap space. We need a pass rusher bad, man. Y'all do, and I wouldn't be mad at y'all for going after Trey Flowers because Trey Flowers had an awesome season last year. I think he gonna command a bag. I think it's, I think his bag is gonna be crazy. Y'all got the money to give him the bag. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying because I know he's not a household name. That's why I'm just trying to get people. So when people do see it, they'll be like, well, yeah, they said he was going to get a bag. I don't think people really know how his bag going to look because, you know, like you said, he's out there in New England. And he just won a Super Bowl. So that that adds to to his bag. But you have to pay him. Uh You do. Um, So it it makes sense. And as you just seen, Shy just pointed at the, uh, the, 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 the TV screen because they talking about, the trades, and they talking mm-hmm. about uh, Jordan Howard for yeah. the uh, Bears, and him him being in trade talk, 
AB clearly is in trade talks. To me, the one that's crazy that he even in the talks is Odell and the Giants saying that they want two first-round picks for him. Do you think Odell is worth two first-round picks? For my team, hell no. Nah. We ain't giving up no <laughs> two first-round picks. Hell no, nah. we ain't giving up no two first-round picks. We'll give y'all two seconds. We'll give y'all first and a second. But now, nah, maybe with Oakland, like like uh, I said earlier, when I didn't know Oakland had three first-round picks, well, I didn't realize, you know, Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper, plus their own, that they had three of them. Maybe they do give up two, because two of those are late. You know, the Bears pick is late, of course, and y'all pick is late because of how well y'all did in the regular season. So maybe they're interested in giving two first-round picks, but I couldn't see it, man. Tell me this. This is something I just thought about, right? Mm-hmm. Would you go, if you are the, the Raiders in that in that circumstance, would you go Odell or go A.B.? Because the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are saying that they at least want a first-round pick. I go A.B., of course. I go whatever one calls me. The, the least amount to give up, even though Odell is younger than Antonio Brown, but Odell comes in at a higher cap, at a cap, higher cap hit because he has the highest, the biggest contract for a receiver. Right. So that's a negative. And then I got to give up an extra first round pick. Then I can give up for arguably the best receiver in the league right now. Correct. It's Correct. no, it's no yeah. way. It's a no brainer for me. I take, but. Then again, that all depends on, too. Are you trying to win now, or are you trying to go with youth and you're moving forward trying to win in a couple years? Now, if you're trying to win in a couple years, you go Odell because A.B. could start declining at any given moment. You know, he's at that age for a receiver, especially since he's not an overwhelmingly big guy. He relies strictly on quickness and speed. Let me tell you, me tell you what, what, what A.B. need to decline on. He needs to decline on peroxide to his upper lip. <laughs> That's what he needs to decline. You don't like my mustache? No. You ain't with the blind? I ain't with the blind. I I I didn't, I've been all right with him trying to do all the the Wesley Snipe haircuts. You don't like the legally blind? POP. <laughs> Holy God. <laughs> man, oh, I, okay. Man. But I, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I, but no, nah, but that was the gist of what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think if 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 I had to put him on even playing fields. I probably would want to go to Odell route, like you say, younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, you think about A.B. A.B. been consistently on the field for the last six seasons and having averaging no less than 1,200 yards a season. Um, he's clearly going to be one of the greatest wide receivers of all time at Thanks. this point in his career. Thanks. So um, just knowing that, it wouldn't be bad to add him. Um, I've been hearing that he might get traded to the Buccaneers. I've been hearing – that they might trade him for uh, Deshaun Jackson, or at least that's what Stephen A. wants to happen because he is still his fan. But, oh, really? but uh, either way, I don't know where A.B. going to end up. I think the Steelers, like you said uh, on the last episode, y'all could be the Indianapolis Steelers because y'all, de- y'all uh, definitely yeah. can add both of these players yeah. without any problem. But uh, at the same time, we got to see how that's going to work out. Jordan Howard, that's a big one too. That's a big trade. I don't know why the Bears want to trade him. To record, man. I mean, to record a little guy. Um, then something that you you mentioned uh, before the show too, Kareem Hunt being signed with oh, yeah. with the Browns. That's another back off the off yeah. That's one of them kind of like hidden things where we're not really thinking about it too yeah. much. If he even gonna play, but if he does play uh, at some point next season, and say the Browns make a big free agent move like picking up. Uh, uh, Maybe a receiver, or maybe they do some type of trade talks when they get Odell and they have Kareem Hunt and uh, I'm about to say Johnny Manziel. Ooh, I'm about to mess up with Baker Mayfield, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, and all that good stuff. They might actually be able to take over that division, which will make them a playoff team in two years. <laughs> so that's that. That'll be ridiculous because they just was 0 16. That's funny. Two years ago, so right. that'll be crazy. But um, question: What you got before we move on? All right. The reports came out saying the Steelers have a trade in place for AB, and we'll find out tomorrow. Gut feeling, who is it? Who you going with? Gut feeling? I think, honestly, since we and, – and this is just because of the conversation we just had, not because of anything before this, I think he's going to the, uh, to the Raiders. Think he's going to Oakland? I think he's going to the Raiders. I think that's who going who willing to up. They they gonna be willing to up it. I don't know who else is gonna be willing to. Cause I don't know. Cause I, I think some people 
don't value him as a first, as somebody that they deserve to give up a first round pick for. Thanks. So. Well, yeah, I could see that. I, I don't see that. why because Amari Cooper went for a first round pick and he hadn't produced in the last two seasons. Yeah. So I don't see why you wouldn't give a first round pick for AB. But who you think? <sighs> I'm gonna go. You, you actually took my Oakland pick. Um, I'm gonna go Cleveland. I believe Cleveland walk away from free agency by the end of the summer. Cleveland had either Antonio Brown or Odell Beckham or Le'Veon Bell. Guarantee. I'm going with guarantee. I think Le'Veon goes to the Jets though, to be honest. But I think Cleveland walks away with either A. B. or Odell. That's Cleveland be tough. Brown. Cleveland Browns. Odell more so. Because of his relationship with Jarvis Landry, too, I think I could see Jarvis Landry putting uh, pressure on Cleveland front office to, to, yeah, man, make that happen. I'm telling you, I could control him. You know, it, it won't be a circus if I'm here with him. You know, they they got a brother-type relationship, I think. Well, yeah, Honestly. and they were, they awesome together. Yeah. They awesome together. Yeah. Man. So I, and Cleveland look like they're willing to spend, and they have $80 million in cap space. Okay, well, tell me this. Does Cleveland automatically become a Super Bowl contender if they get Odell Beckham? Hell no. Not with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. I got to see more. If he develops. If As he a team. Keeps, look at their team. Their team's stout. But I, I only give Super Bowl contenders as far as your quarterback. Your quarterback, your quarterback has to show me that he can hit that level. Like, even though Jared Goff's not a top-notch quarterback yet, but he's shown he can hit that level. He have games where he had that game where him and um, Scott Patrick Mahomes had that shootout, and you really saw golf at a level three ninety nine, four touchdowns. You know, once I see Baker Mayfield can take it up to that level, then yeah, hell, without Odell and Baker Mayfield take it up to that level, they might be able to, you know, at least be a playoff team for sure. Because like you said, that division is declining. With Flacco leaving Baltimore and Lamar Jackson stepping in, Cincinnati being Cincinnati, and yeah. Pittsburgh on a decline. Why, right, and this is going to really be a testament to, to Big Ben with his two, basically his two main people gone. We're going to see how, how really great he is because it ain't like he got Hans Ward still blocking over there. I think he's on a decline too, though, man. Well, I mean, he's old, but. The same guy. And you guys still got Juju. Oh yeah, Juju's produce. He's gonna produce for sure. But is he gonna produce as much? USC, Roman yeah, well, Trojan. You hear me? Man, you, that's yeah. true. True that. True. But we are gonna see how the free agency play out, man. Like I say, a lot of defense is gonna be a lot better this season. Yeah. Or at least they gonna have one good player on their team. <laughs> I'm super excited about that. My yeah. Free agency coming up Monday, man. Yeah, I, I definitely am too, man. I, I look forward to it. We so you definitely. pulling for Earl Thomas or, or Clint Dix? I want Clint Dix, man. I don't want. Uh, I, I definitely. I, I would like Earl Thomas to be there because he want to be a cowboy and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But like he say, he want. He don't want no. Did he not giving no hometown discount? I ain't mad at him. I mean, you deserve to get your money. They they refused to pay you when you was in uh, Seattle. So you know, I think you deserve to get it. You just had two really bad injuries, um, and I think that's gonna play a part in how much you get paid. Um, and and uh, one more question before we, before we leave Dallas. Uh, offensively, y'all losing Terrence Williams. Would you like Would you like them to resign Terrence Williams? Is Not necessarily because I mean I like I like Terrence Williams with Romo. Oh, okay. I don't necessarily care for Terrence Williams with Dak. I think I think Dak needed a, a whole fresh new group of people to work with. Um, just because he was kind of like handed the Romo tribe. And mm-hmm. the Romo tribe didn't necessarily mesh too well <laughs> with Dak. So I think yeah. he have to kind of like this Amari Cooper thing. I think he did have a good rapport with Witten. So I think him coming back, that's going to make him more comfortable. He's going to know he got a safety valve and stuff like that. But I don't know how his relationship is with Beasley. It seemed like they had a little flat this season. Uh, I think we need to go and find another receiver if we can draft. maybe get one in the draft or something like that. Um, I think the only uh, free agent receivers they got really is uh, Golden Tate. That wouldn't be a bad one. Randall Cobb. Uh, I think we need a big receiver though. Yeah, that's what we that's what we need to put up opposite a Ty. That's actually our biggest offensive need. 
We need a number two receiver. Yeah, I think we, need I think we definitely need another receiver because the receiver. And then, speaking of, we didn't say this, but Case Keenum uh, just got traded to the Redskins from the Broncos. Who? Case Keenum. Who? Case Keenum. Who that is? He, he bought us as relevant as Teddy Bridgewater. He, to he to Colorado. It. He said it. <laughs> he said it. He said it. I'm not just me. saying. He just. Not me. I mean. He said you know, it. I'm just saying. You know, he <laughs> just got you traded. You got traded for? What did he get traded for? Big, basically, uh, a chicken case of beer from Taco <laughs> yeah. Man, this is ridiculous, man. Hey, bro. Case Keenum is a journeyman, bro. Shout out to Case Keenum. Where will Blake Bottles end up on the next time? No. <laughs> bro. You know how you feel about Camelo? <laughs> That's how you feel That's about That's how Blake? I feel about Blake Bortles. <laughs> no, it's, I, you might feel that way, but I just feel like it's different because Blake Bortles has never been great. <laughs> He's never even been thought of being great. So, yeah, so we're going to see how this free agency play out. Um, hopefully our teams get better, and then, you know, my team go to the Super Bowl against his team, and then we talking about our teams in the Super Bowl. And then my team beating his team to get their sixth Super Bowl. And then, you know, that's just how – because that's, that's, that's what winners do. You know what I'm saying? This is what winners do. Don't sleep. He's been so low. Don't sleep. Since he won the Super Bowl. Don't sleep. Ask him when the last time. <laughs> oh, why are we on camera? Why are we on camera? And this ain't got nothing to do with what we talking about. I told this man. You know, I told this man that Cardi B will win a Grammy for her album. Best rap album. Yep. Never yes, that. I did. If y'all, if y'all followers of us, go listen to one of our first episodes, and I called it, and he was like, "I don't know about that." I mean, that call song, that song about the go through the phone thing—that's a good song, it. but he never said, you know, he never said she's gonna win a Grammy. I did say she was gonna win he a Grammy. He just said he loved her album, and the last man, time, shout we, out to Cardi the last B, time man. we recorded a live podcast, shout out to Barty, you heard? He me? pulled up to my house bumping. <laughs> This man bad. Oh, I mean, if I'm bumping a Grammy winner, what's wrong with that? Now you both, Now you admit to it. No, I'm what, I still. I, 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 I never. I wasn't bumping her, See but I do saying? listen to her music. These dudes. Hey, line. hey, hey, what you females be saying needs be line? I can't say it because you know it's when, not what's, proper podcast uh, etiquette, so I can't say it. But these, it be line, bro. Bro, I'm so mad I can't think of that, that Offset and Carter B song right now so I can tell because it's something about what you're saying. Oh, I'm so mad. Yeah. Just, I'm just so stuck on her getting this Grammy and, and and that other song she got with Bruno Mars that I didn't forgot about the one with Offset, but it's okay. It's all right, bro. I told you. I called it, and this man don't never want to give me credit. lying, bro. Bro, I don't know, bro. Carter B won a Grammy. That's facts. Like you, you said, make people... that's facts. Look, you're going to make the people stop watching us if you keep lying. Cardi B. Cardi B. Oh, So, like I said, the man hating on Cardi B. But moving on, <laughs> moving on to, you know, other things. NFL, uh, Kyler Murray. He's going to be, he got the measurables to be the number one pick oh. in, the, uh, in the draft. So, do you think he deserves it? Yes, sir. I mean, the only knock on him was his height. People thought he was shorter than what he ended up measuring as. So now that I feel like every all that's out the way, you know, he could, he still has to work out at his pro day. But if the 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 workout matches up with the tape, what are we even talking about here? Uh, uh, is this a debate because this guy is an African American? We got to dig deeper into it if you want to just overanalyze the man and criticize him and pick apart and dig a little deeper just because of who he is or uh, because of his race. And we didn't have all this discussion when it was to other quarterbacks. We didn't scrutinize Baker Mayfield like this, you know, right back, back when he was selected number one overall last right. year. So I don't think. Who, which we didn't even think he would be. Exactly. That's what right. I'm saying. Now, that was It was more question marks around Baker Mayfield than it is around Kyler Murray. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't even understand what, what the debate is about. Is even about. Now, I can see if you actually think Dwayne Haskins is a better quarterback than him, then, you know, which is another African-American, which is, it's been a while since the top two quarterback prospects in the NFL right. draft has been two African-Americans, and maybe that's why all the scrutiny is coming along with that. But either way, I think the guy deserves it. If Kingsbury, Kings, Cliff Kingsbury yeah. decides he wants to go with him because the guy they took in the first round 
or the guy they drafted last year is not his type of quarterback, then I think, yeah, you, you know, you, you go out there, you draft Kyler Murray, uh, and you find some, a trade partner for Josh Rosen, you let that kid go on to try to be, make something of his career. You don't just stick the kid behind Kyler Murray, though, and, and make the kid just sit and wait. But I think you do what's right. If you feel like picking Kyler Murray is the right thing to do, then you do that. Well, I'm going to say two things. First thing, uh, Cardinals, if y'all going to uh, – if y'all going to get Kyler Murray, then y'all need to go and go get uh, Trent Brown. Uh, he played for the Patriots as well in free agency. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to go get an offensive line. Y'all had the worst offensive line uh, in the NFL last year. But to go speak on what he said about Kyler Murray being the number one pick, I think he does deserve to be the number one pick. He was the Heisman, so he was the best player in college football last year. So – why wouldn't he deserve to be the number one pick? But then they got people, like you say, they got naysayers saying things about him. And, uh, you know, one guy, I, I, I don't I don't know the guy's name. I Honestly, I don't think he even need that much credit to even have his name be, be said. But he said, he made a comment that stood out to me when he was like, uh, Kyler Murray, basically, he don't, he don't really study film good. Uh, He's not necessarily a great leader. He even comped him to Baker Mayfield, who has had problems off the field, who's mm-hmm. been arrested on camera, who has uh, done things to get suspended, mm-hmm. uh, not start a game, or mm-hmm. whatever the whatever the, the case may be. But he had the nerve to say Kyler Murray is a is a street ball football player, which maybe seems like nothing to most people, mm-hmm. but street ball is. Uh, you know, predominantly a black basketball thing. Yeah. But when you think of when you compare him to that, it makes you seem like you are pointing out the obvious that okay, you point out that this guy is black, so that's why he can't do these particular things. Well, and that's been something that's been consistent in history for the longest amount of time. My uncle said this in his when I interviewed him for Father's Day last year. He said. They think that black quarterbacks aren't as smart as white quarterbacks. This is what my uncle said. And that's fine to believe. But that was wild for uh, that was wild for him to speak on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I definitely think it's something that um, should be addressed as it, has, as it has been. And definitely we have to make sure we address that as well. So good luck to Kyler Murray. Um, make sure that we um, – okay, make sure that we, you know um, – Give him his credit, and hopefully he does get pick number one if everything goes as, as well as you know the shot said it should. Um, but they uh, actually had this freak athlete. Uh, I think he uh, might be kin to uh, He Man. <laughs> um, his name is uh, DK DK Metcalf. Yep. Okay, he's six three two twenty eight. He run a four three three forty. He got a forty inch vertical, <laughs> and he got one point six percent body fat, which is like better than most bodybuilders. Like, and that's, this like, better than most bodybuilders when they about to do a show. Like, right, not, yeah. not just regular, when they about to do a show, when they shred it. Yeah. So, when Shy said that to me, I didn't believe it. <laughs> then Shy sent a picture to the group to, you know, help us understand what he was talking about. And the man looked like an uh, action figure. Like, no lie, you know, if I need to pause, pause, whatever. He looked like an action figure, though. And he huge. He look like a linebacker. He don't look like a receiver. Yeah. Uh, he might be somebody to watch in a draft. Uh, he, you know, he had an awesome combine. Yeah. And, um, like, these type of measurables you only see from, like, once in a, a couple decades type of, of people, you know. I can't even think of nobody offhand. I can think of uh, Julio coming close to those numbers. Calvin Johnson, like, but. This he is wasn't the type fast, of, but yeah, yeah, four three three is fast. That's what I'm saying, and that's the type of company this guy put himself in with a great workout. I actually was looking at uh, DK Metcalf as a possible pick for us at 26 coming into this combine, but now that this workout didn't happen, it's no way in hell he gonna be there at 26. You know, people teams all the time fall in love with these workouts. Now I don't know if this guy is gonna be any good. You know. I, I watched the tape on him, and the tape wasn't really overly impressive like that. He just really was a guy straight up the field, burn a big body guy, move you out the way, go up, catch the ball. 
But as far as, you know, like footwork and, and using his hands to get off the line and things like that, that wasn't really overly impressive. He sounded like a fast Dez Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he sounded like. Mm-hmm. Like a, just a more athletic Dez yeah. Bryant. And, and that's exactly, that's the type of game he played. Real rough, rugged, physical type of game. Yeah, that's that's the type of player he is. But I know someone's going to fall in love with those measurables and somebody's going to take him probably really early. I can see him going anywhere top 10, top 15 for sure. But oh, much success. I wish him the best of success, though. Um, I, I, I rock with the kid. He played in the SEC, so I know he's used to top-notch competition at the college level. And I'm really interested to see what he can do this year. Yeah, me too, me too. And uh, that would be awesome if we could pick him up. But we unfortunately, we don't have a first-round pick this year. Oh, so yeah. Shout, we won't be picking shout him Shout-out to Amari Cooper. Y'all do have a first-round pick. He our number one receiver. Amari <laughs> Cooper. That's true. All right, so look, before we end the show and before we close the show, there's something that I said we'll speak on uh, towards the end of the of the show. And I, it's a real quick, simple question. Now that we know the Lakers will not make the playoffs, because they have just said just recently, in the midst of us preparing and recording this show, that LeBron James will be on restricted minutes. They have the Lakers and LeBron James have agreed to him being on restricted minutes. He will not play any back-to-backs. Basically, they're giving up on the rest of this season. The Lakers are. My question is, with all this being said and all that has happened this season, is LeBron James no longer the best player in the world? Um, uh, I currently still have him number one. Only reason I still have him number one is because I ain't figured out yet who I'm about to move ahead of him. So, I got you at number one for the time being, but I'm probably going to lean toward, if KD show up in these playoffs and he get him another finals MVP, then KD will have my number one spot. I always knew this day was going to come, though, man. And now that it's here, it would be when LeBron come to my team, he decides to not be the best player in the world no more. Well, that's just the way it happens, though. But, man, who's to say? Maybe LeBron come back next year rejuvenated or whatever. But this season is pretty much over with. Like you said, they're shutting him down. He's on a minute restriction. It's over with. So, you know, I, you got? I, I, and this, and I'm a diehard LeBron James fan. Uh, I said it on, I sim, somewhat said it on the last episode. LeBron James, at this point, is not the best player in the world anymore. And he won't be the best player in the world. In, in my eye, he will not be the best player in the world um, for the rest of his career. I think the talent compared to what his age and what he, what he didn't, you know, all the miles he got on him and stuff like that, he just can't, he can't, he can't, he might not even be top five in the NBA right now. I mean, yeah, technically, you know what I'm saying? Season? Yeah. yeah, so, and I mean, the injury had a lot to do with it. He was having an awesome season at the beginning, though. I mean, he was having, he was like 27, 8, and 8. Like, he was having a great season. He still averaged that. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, so he, he having an awesome the season. Team as far was winning. Yeah. yeah, and the team was winning. Right, that's um, the difference. But when you look at, when you look at the, the KDs of the world, when you look at the, the, the Giannis's of the world, when you're looking at the Paul George, when you're looking at the... James Harden's of the world. It's really hard to say this man the best player. And then, like, people sleep on how good Steph Curry is. Like, Steph Curry really that dude, bro. Like, he is – he retarded good. But I will say this. I personally think the best player in the world from this season – well, not from this season on. I'm not going to say it like that because it, it could change. I don't yeah, think bro. nobody going to be as dominant as LeBron was – as far as just taking the, the, the mantle and saying, this mine. But I think as far as right now it goes, and I said you got to say it like you just scored a, a soccer goal, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the world right now, man. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Giannis, bro, I see you, bro. Make sure you follow and like our uh, – Oh, whatchamacallit, bro, I shout you out a lot on here, bro. You and do. I say your name right. You do. I say your name right, unlike a lot of these people. At least I try to say it right. I respect it. So, yeah. I say your name right, Errol Monje Jr. That's right. Huh? That's right. You said it right. Yeah, I don't talk about it, bro. See, yeah, bro. we say names right over here, you know? 
You know what I'm saying? Holla at her qualifies for And we don't steal tweets. <laughs> shout out. I'm just going to leave it at that. I ain't going to say who to shout out. But right. thank y'all, man, for listening to in on the show. Uh, if y'all think LeBron isn't the best player in the world right now, who would y'all pick as the best player in the world? Yeah. And I will say this before we go. If James Harden end up beating the Warriors in the playoffs, you if won't. it happens, if that happens, I know if it was, if it was a fifth, we all be yeah. drunk. If it happens and we ain't drunk, James Harden might be the best Re- player in the world. Remember who I said was this year's MVP, James Harden. I called it right here. Oh, now all of a sudden. I called it. All of a sudden. Didn't I call it? Yeah, you might have called that, but either we, way. Right. I called it. Okay. It doesn't matter. Y'all, look, y'all, y'all be blessed. We really <laughs> appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate all the support y'all giving us. Yes, sir.